Hello from LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Welcome to our summer series. <laughs> Is it new? Coca-Cola what do you presents? think? Yeah, Coca-Cola. Should we do new Coke presents this week? <laughs> what kind of, pro- I feel like we should Your do a different product. Wealth every week. of knowledge about Coke products is um, unparalleled. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're learning new things about me even now, Aaron. <laughs> I know. I just know Coke and Diet Coke. And I know in, in other countries, you say Coke light. So Coke light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I'm in Mexico, I'm like Coca light. Yeah. Well, new Coke is uh... funny because it's like in English, like diet is also a Spanish word, but like in Spanish, you could say diet, but light isn't really, that's an English word. Yeah. I feel like it's European, how Europeans say it. Coke, mm-hmm. Like light. Coke light. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's jogging a memory. Um, yeah, but even like in Asia, it's also Coke light. Coke light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coke light. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, thanks for being here with us, guys. We this is another in our interview series. Today we are interviewing my dear, dear old friend um, Hugh, who is our mm-hmm. British correspondent. If you'll recall, he told us all about how terrible Emma's accent was. Um, <laughs> And He's really uh, weighed in on the like ins and outs of like, I don't know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't understand like the nuances of, you know, British um, accents. Like, uh-huh. why would I? <laughs> but uh, uh, you're you kind of find yourself sitting there like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like authentic. All these different phrases she's saying. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like as an American, you're kind of like, OK, I guess I can just roll with this because I don't really know. Sure. But uh, to have someone just flat out lay like, OK, well, this is like this type of a- accent and this is this type. And like none of these things are ever even A said or B said together was mm-hmm. just like so amazing. And I just really loved that we were able to like just double down on like, why Emma? <laughs> yeah. And why this? Why this choice? You know, and yeah. we talked to him about a lot of things about, um, you know, about Jack, about, um, you know, what, uh, how much he knew about me watching this show back when, mm-hmm. um, when we were living in the same country. <laughs> um, and just like, we had a, such a lovely conversation with Hugh. He's, um, like I said, he's a dear friend of mine. We've been friends for uh, close to 20 years now. I'm so sorry, Hugh, to admit that to everyone everyone but um it's we're coming up on a 20 year anniversary yeah um we don't have to apologize about age (laughs) I know I know but uh but sometimes when you say it out loud you're like god damn that was 20 years ago okay um Mm -hmm. so uh so yeah I mean I I just had such a great time talking to him um and such a great time hearing his perspective and hearing sort of a British perspective on Dawson's Creek and on um you know, and on our podcast and on some of what we've discussed, I think, you know, he's, he's so smart and so lovely and we had a great time talking. So 
Yeah, it was really cool because like, you know, on the one hand, like he is this, uh, you know, peripheral fixture on our podcast, mm-hmm. but like, and then he's also like a fan and a listener too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool for that element, you know, and it, yeah. I, I don't know, it's, it's always fun to hear people be like, oh, I, you've mentioned me on the podcast. That was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like, I don't know, podcasting is weird and it, it is like this interesting, you know, relationship that you formed that like, no one really tells you is going to happen. So you, mm-hmm. it, it's so unexpected. And then even when it is happening, it still continues to be um, unexpected and, and wild and interesting and cool and amazing. It's, it's, it is like this really special thing. Um, but to kind of like touch down and like talk about it, cause I don't really know Hugh, but I mm-hmm. do, you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. knows me. You know, right. I know him for, from you, obviously, from hearing him about you. And then like, he knows me from like uh-huh. listening to like thousands yeah. and hours of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so that was really cool too. Like, yeah. you know, to sit down with someone that has, uh, I've been in his ears. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was like a really weird, but fun experience, which is cool. Yeah. Totally. So we hope y'all enjoy it. it. It was, it was really fun. Yeah, we had a blast talking to him. Um, and uh, without further ado, here's our conversation with my the my love Hugh. He's um, <laughs> one of my one of my core people. So um, enjoy. Uh, hey everyone, um, Julia and Aaron here. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, we are here today with our British correspondent <laughs> Hugh, who you guys have heard so much about. And who gave us all the rundown on um, Emma's terrible accent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just to introduce Hugh, um, so that people know, Hugh and I met in 2003 um, because we are old. And um, we lived in the same dorm building when I did my junior year abroad in London. Um, he lived a floor above me and he was like my respite my safe space I got to escape the drama of my hall and go sit with (laughs) Hugh and we would listen to Joni Mitchell and watch Sex in the City and um because it was 2003 and um just we've been dear dear friends ever since he's come out here a few times and I go back and visit when I can um and so welcome Hugh thanks so much for being here with us Thank you. Up the up up the apples and pears, um, bangs and mash. <laughs> <laughs> but I should have I should have been more fluent than you know. I should, I should, I'm like, I like I'm, I'm, I'm channeling I'm channeling Emma. I am like oh, bloody hell, bloody hell. Yeah, you should be doing a fake accent too. That yeah, like changes I mean, in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cup of tea, so I'm oh. just so reassured. You're really you're really hitting the, uh, the stereotypes <laughs> for you. Um, and I, my favorite Britishism, I don't know if you remember this, but we were all in your room watching Bridget Jones's diary. <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> and <I> she, <laughs> she, there's that line where she sees Mark Darcy and she's like, ding dong. And then you <laughs> thought it was the funniest thing you'd ever heard and then said it all the time. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I, I, we do, we all say it all the time uh, over here and in, in, in jolly old England. Um, <laughs> ding, ding dong all the time to, to everything. <laughs> 
Um, it's my favorite. So when I can't hear someone say ding dong without your voice in my head. So to this day. Uh, <laughs> How often do you hear someone say ding dong? I mean, more often than you would think. <laughs> I'm so proud. I am so proud of this. Your legacy. My greatest your legacy. of my life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so Hugh. Um, I want to know, first of all, your relationship to Dawson's Creek, because we, I, well, that's a later question, but your relationship to Dawson's Creek, did you watch it when it was first on? And like, what was it like in Britain? Did it come out? It came out later, I would assume, than it was here. I mean, I honestly can't remember how it was coming out. It was probably on Channel 4, because that was the kind of, that was where where content that sort of content went we had we had five channels mm-hmm. at this stage on on um outside of cable so um if you can imagine um i what was really interesting was when i i mean we can talk about this more later but when i started listening to your podcast and went back and watched the whole series i actually realized that i'd watched a lot more than i thought i had mm. oh interesting and i mean i think i must have like bit torrented a load of episodes or something because I mean the real reason I'd watched a lot of it was because of Jack mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest and um, because I mean younger younger listeners won't really understand what it was like um to be queer sort of in the 20th century was to basically be like a queer media scholar like everyone was <laughs> and you'd have to hunt down any any queer stories characters anything that even had because and a lot of it was you get a lot of rom-coms and things where like you'd essentially have ostensibly have gay characters but they were totally um sexless and, mm-hmm. and yes. they would you know they and you get lots of sad stories or or they just be the the best friend who you know they might wink at and an, another <laughs> a, a member of the same sex and that was about as exciting as it got <laughs> so um the jack thing was really interesting because i would have been in 97 when it started, I was 12. I actually think I might have come to it a bit later. I was probably later yeah. in my team. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he comes Sorry. out in 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I probably went back to it because um, I came out. I, was a, I wasn't 14. I was a bit older than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was. It was just hunting down this content and this representation. And... Um, I so I watched a lot of that and I think I probably sort of popped in and watched separate mm-hmm. episodes where where I, I probably research on this was before Wikipedia, so who knew, yeah. knew where I was getting my information? <laughs> yeah. But you know, fi- finding those episodes and watching. So I I don't remember seeing um oh what's the prom episode in season four? Yeah. Promicide. Um, oh, it's promicide. Yeah, it's yeah. promicide. I don't remember watching that, but I probably did. And I definitely watched some of the the Toby things. And yeah. now with a bit more now with a bit more to um a bit more representation out there, we can um we can sort of see these things as the horror as they were, <laughs> rather than just going, anything, just give me anything. Yeah. I don't mind um totally. I remember talking to you, Julia, about this when we were um when we were students that I mean mm-hmm. one thing for me was that Jack was I mean I thought they were and I, I still have complicated feelings about this but I felt like they were playing it a bit safe because he is so heteronormative in so many ways right and I think from what I remember talking about I think you 
you argued to me, and, and, and I might be misremembering this, but I remember you arguing to me that it was quite nice that they were willing to sort of represent, like they were representing someone who wasn't, you know, your stereotype to kind of, you know, it shows that, that you know, queer people come in all shapes and sizes and um, sports aptitudes. Um, <laughs> but, and, I mean, I, I, but I still have mixed feelings because I like, I mean, I love the character and in some ways it does feel like it is playing it. It's, it's very sort of mask for mask. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and kind of like, oh, you know, I don't like all this gay stuff and I'm very uncomfortable things. So um, it is complicated and it is more complicated now because there is more, there is, as I say, so much more representation. But I did have mixed feelings towards it. But I mean, those coming out episodes still make me cry. They are devastating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so brutal. Actually, I agree with you where I, I think I've talked about it before, where like on the one hand, it feels brave that it's like, you know, gay characters come in all sizes and you know forms or whatever and like to maybe have people see themselves in a way that they hadn't seen before especially mm -hmm. since the representation was so limited but on the other hand it's hard to say whether that was like just so much of fear to be like no we're gonna do it there's gonna be a gay character but it's gonna appear to be a heteronormative he can't be a queenie white. gay yeah yeah no, yeah, no. yeah so it's kind of like i agree with you it feels complicated but i, mm -hmm. I don't know but like isn't that life too well, yeah. well and now that you say that that does spark a memory for me that i do i remember <laughs> feeling that way um and i have no doubt that i said that um that seems very like me to say particularly at that age <laughs> Um, and I think that like part of it too was like some of my gay friends in the States felt that way about like the only represent the only representation we get is like the flamboyant like mm -hmm. Jack on Will and Grace kind of gay, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like and and that's and and I mean no shade by that. Like that's I think that's a perfectly legitimate and acceptable you know, form for a gay character to take. Um, that's totally fine. But it felt, it did feel, I remember feeling at the time, like that's all that there was. It was mm. like, and and so I remember thinking that about Jack. And what's funny is that like, I actually think that about Jack now a little bit where it's like now in our media representation where you do have a lot of different sort of like queer characters that like run the gamut, like sure, a person like Jack, that's fine. But like at the mm. time with no representation, yeah, he should have been, I mean, for lack of a better term, he should have been gayer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it is complicated because you can, you can, as Aaron said, you can come from both sides of it. And it, yeah. I, I still don't really know what I feel, but I remember fine, not struggling with it, but, but wondering about it because yeah. I was, yeah, I wasn't the, um, the football player of any kind or soccer, any kind, yeah. any kind of team sports. And, and, but then again, you know, I mean, it also plays into the kind of him coming out and, and that is an interesting storyline and him sort of getting yeah. together with, so, I mean, if, if he had been gayer for want of a better words, then that would have been a different story. Unless maybe yes. she likes that kind of guy, you know, she just might like a, a less, a less typically masculine guy. I mean, she did go for Dawson. So, the, and we're apparently oh, supposed to believe that because he likes movies, he's less typically masculine. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is interesting that all of the main male characters are like, quote unquote, sensitive. So they're like, of course, there's a gay one, you know, like, I don't yeah. know. It is kind of an interesting thing that they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was less versed in gay representation. Like, I remember, like, 
the the search for gay representation at the time where it was like even if people weren't gay but they were kind of homoerotic like you were like i gotta watch this show oh, oh yeah definitely <laughs> like 100%. nobody's nobody's gay on it but are they maybe a little gay I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and so like I definitely remember that and and I and I remember what a big deal it was that the, there was actually someone who was out on a network television show mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah interesting I um think I remember being sorry no 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 go I think I remember being quite disappointed by most of his relationships actually mm-hmm. because they're so they're also brief. The Ethan stuff never really happens. Right. Um, I mean, the Toby stuff doesn't really happen. It's so weird that, that that plot where it's like they hate each other and then he gets he gets beaten up as a kind of like plot device. Yeah, I know. And then and then they're together, and then you get like two episodes of them patting each other on the back, and then and then gone. And um and obviously I hadn't watched season. I'd seen bits of season five, and I hadn't seen season six until I watched it this kind of time this run through. And um, David is such a, I find it really, really meta because it's like the show doesn't care about him. And then they break up because Jack doesn't care about him either. Cause it's just like, he's sort of this sort of symbol. He's a symbol for his own relationship. Um, but it's interesting, the, the queer actors, cause I think he is, and the guy who plays Toby is. And mm-hmm. I said this to Julia before, and I think you've talked about it on the show, but you can feel it. Yeah. I feel like one of them, actually the, my favorite scenes in season six is like, when in love lines when adam is like you know being so fucked up to david the way that he acts that scene is like some of the most phenomenal acting i've seen on the whole show like he he has a whole like you know fear and shame and then like feeling unsafe all within his face and and mannerisms um and it you can tell it's a very real lived experience for him um Mm uh it's it's actually a really incredible scene in a you know otherwise really terrible episode i was gonna say you said one of the best scenes mm-hmm. in uh, one of the best moments in season six is love lines yeah 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 you know. <laughs> and I, i've been i've been thinking about that episode a lot recently because i feel like we say it aged poorly and i actually feel like that phrase isn't right because people still are like that. I think it's sure. more that like we've grown and mm. I don't think it's fair to say that it's aged poorly because it it's still a real a real thing that happens these days. It's just more that we've grown and what we we as a we like me and Julia and mm-hmm. you Hugh feel is acceptable. Um and you know the fact that it, it almost is like a way in which we are giving like saying something about our past selves in a way that isn't true because mm. it wasn't good then no you know right. and like it's hard to say how I reacted then I I, I can't imagine I was like oh that's fine <laughs> you know I <laughs> I know that I was like oh this is like why is he doing this this is so weird like I know that I would have felt that way because it's so fucked up but um again I just I'm like it 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 it's still real this is a real experience people have and a real Mm. like you know we're 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 talking about like the end of of you know gay marriage in the U.S. possibly Mm. you know and stuff Mm. like that so um yeah I think in future we should say that we've aged well yeah exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. this episode hasn't aged poorly we've aged well well. yeah Yeah, Yeah. exactly (laughs) yeah totally yeah (laughs) 
So Hugh, I'm wondering, um, you know, you mentioned that, that we had that conversation about Jack. Did I, I don't remember giving off the vibe that I was a big Dawson's Creek fan. I think I was really obsessed with other shows because Dawson's Creek had just ended when I mm-hmm. left for London. So, so just for the, oh, I said we were there 2003, 2004. So like Dawson's Creek ended, I moved out of my apartment with Aaron and Aaron and Jules, and then I moved to London. And so like, that was mm-hmm. kind of over. So I don't know. I couldn't remember talking about it all that much, but like, did you have any idea that I like knew this much about this stupid show? I mean, <laughs> it's not stupid. I, I love it. I think, I mean, I, we definitely talked about it and I, it didn't come as a surprise when you were, when you would, you, I realized you, I heard you were doing your podcast. So I don't, I, I mean, obviously I'm just so easy to open up to that you were honest with me about everything. Mm. So this is how I knew it. Exactly. No, that's true. Yeah, that's no, I, true. I think, I think, I think we talked about it a bit and it, I think probably through the kind of this, the sort of, as I say, the kind of lens we're talking about it now and about Jack and, and the representation, but I knew that you really liked it. Um, which kind of probably made me think more highly of it in sort of, years since um i mean we watched a lot of the oc it was season one of the oc wasn't it and we used yeah. to we had a really bleak tv room in um in our <laughs> halls mm-hmm. and it, we'd sort of go and watch the oc and shouted it and there'd be some sort of weird people sat behind us kind of <laughs> but lots, lots of the oc lots of um julie cooper nickel best character in television I mean. ever <laughs> <laughs> um, truly and yeah truly. And, um yeah, and a lot of Sex and the City, but yeah, I yeah no, so I, I yeah I knew that you liked Dawson's Creek. I don't I don't know, I don't know if I knew the exact depth of your your knowledge. <laughs> My I, knowledge. I knew, I knew it was important to you. Well, yeah, your wisdom, knowledge, and wisdom. <laughs> but it was yeah. I, I feel like it was a thing I could have told someone about you. So I'll, yeah, uh, but I but you may yeah maybe you just maybe I just caught you off guard while you were drunk one night. I'm gonna imagine being drunk in um in halls. <laughs> as a student so um, maybe you confessed well, you confessed all to me who knows yeah oh and I feel like you and I were so like we did discuss tv and in a way that I think mm-hmm. our friends we weren't necessarily talking to our friends our other friends about so mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah um yeah I just I always thought I was so closeted about it um <laughs> but maybe not <laughs> um, okay what do you think of the British representation on the show? Are you so offended? <laughs> I'm, I'm not offended. I'm confused. Very disappointed. Confused. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I mean, I, I kind of, I felt... I felt I, I felt almost bad because it, it felt like you kind of wanted a, a week by week breakdown of of Emma's Britishisms, but it was so thin. It was <laughs> fine. No, like I know you ended up doing a kind of roundup at the end, but there's there's really nothing apart from the accent to really indicate that she was British at all. Why would um, she be British? Yeah, that's, that's I think question. that's what we're struggling yeah. with. Like, I don't know if they wanted to maybe leave the door open to have her be related to Todd or like have some kind of like leave the door open for something and they just never got to it because like, why would they make that choice to mm. have this character have a British accent? But like, that's it for no other reason, you know? I mean, I feel like a lot of things happen in season six for no reason. <laughs> but it, it, it is really weird. Um, I mean, and it's not even like the kind of her going back home is a really big story until she 
disappears and is yeah. never mentioned ever again. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and, and the fact that the actress isn't British either, it's very, very weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the weirdest part. Like, mm. they're, they're like, you know what? How are, can you do an accent? British? Okay, that one's great. It's like, <laughs> it's like the equivalent of James Franco, well, maybe not the equivalent, but James Franco being cast as Fidel Castro. You're like, there are what? Cuban actors <laughs> available for this. There are British actors available for this role if you need it to be a British role. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, is I'm, it like the same thing as Friends? I wonder where, you know, Friends like was so popular in the UK that they decided to go to London at some point. Like, was it like Dawson's Creek was really popular? So like, let's have a British character. <laughs> like, was that the fucking thought yeah. process? I mean, it's it's hard for me to to talk about kind of what the what the feeling about Dawson's Creek was in the UK just because um like my I did it wasn't something that I shared with my friends right mm. right because most of my friends were straight teenage boys at the time so um right. yeah. so, I mean, and actually I know that they knew they they knew a bit about it and I do I do have quite a lot of friends who I'll talk about it now and they say oh yeah I watched that and mm. and um yeah and oh you know all the finale oh blah blah blah, blah. um but like I know one of my one of my um sort of longest I would say oldest friends, but that makes him sound like he's old. But, you know, one of the friends who I've had for the longest since I was 11, I know he knew the actors and knew who they were. Okay. Mm. Um, I don't know that he would have watched a lot of it, but it was definitely a thing. Like, yeah, people, yeah, people, people knew the stars. I um, mean, Katie Holmes, that- Katie Holmes was filming Batman began what's the, the whatever batman movie she's in at saint pancras station when we lived like a few blocks away i remember always wanting to i was hoping i would like catch a glimpse but never <laughs> amazing <did>. so yeah, <laughs> well, i guess I, I maybe we can get like a an overview of of like the way in which media in in the uk is you know interconnected with media in the u.s you know what like how common was it for y'all to get shows from from the US and um I guess what other teen shows were available to you when you were a teen? I, I think we got a lot of them. We definitely got the main ones. I mean mm-hmm. I never watched um 90210, but I know it was definitely like it, it was it was on TV. I don't mm-hmm. know if it, how long it was, but I, I knew who those I knew who the actors were. I knew them by their faces like I didn't mm-hmm. really know much about them but you know I knew who Shannon Doherty was and um and the rest all the names are escaping me now but yeah, we, yeah. Luke Perry Luke Perry is yeah, yeah, the most Luke important Perry. yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah may he rest in peace um but yeah so I mean yeah Friends was massive um 902 and I was a thing that people knew about um Saved by the Bell we got a lot of Saved by the Bell oh yeah. interesting um uh um, my Cycled Life was mm-hmm. definitely on at some point because I think my sister watched it. Yeah. Um, and I went back to it years later and identified most with her mum. So yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Relatable. Yeah, that, Relatable. that one is like unique <laughs> in TV history because it was syndicated with just one season, and it was like mm-hmm. one of the first shows where that happened. But MTV had had got the rights for it and they aired it on mtv which is what got it to like a a bigger audience maybe like maybe around the same time dawson's creek was airing like in the Mm -hmm. late yeah i think a little before yeah yeah Uh yeah 
We had Daria because I've always loved Daria. And so I definitely saw that on TV. I've still got like these ancient files I downloaded a thousand years ago, (laughs) um, which are massive. They're massive because they're so long. And that's one of my favorites. But um, that, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think we, we got a lot of it. Not Gilmore Girls, though. I do remember trying to watch Gilmore Girls in England and nobody knew what I was talking about. No, I've never seen. I, I only knew what it was through you. I remember you talking yeah. about it, but I've I've never watched it. Actually, I think I once had to write a feature about it for my old job, but I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> University, um, yeah. well, I, had write, I had to write something about it. I don't know if it was a whole feature. I had to write something though. That's uh well, that's fine. That's a very yeah, Gilmore you know, this... thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we yeah, we 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 had we had um the OC that was yeah. pretty big. Because I remember my friend and I, because we stopped, didn't really get far into season two, but definitely we tuned in to watch Marissa die in season three. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Okay, so is Emma's accent worse than Dick Van Dyke's and Mary Poppins? (laughs) I mean... His is more iconic. I don't, I don't know how you Josh like hers. Are, I mean, I, at least you know what he's doing because she's kind of she's a. I, I said this before, but she's a mix between. She's kind of like a Cockney Cockney rhyming slang, yeah, and up the apples, up the apples pears, governor, bloody yeah, bloody hell. And then she also talks a bit sometimes like someone like from West London who's super posh, yeah, who, like yeah, like goes to a girls' school and and um and yeah, who's like grandfather was Lord such and such, a kind of Cara Delevingne figure. Um, so yeah, it's. It's less focused. Like Dick Van Dyke, you know what he's trying to do? Yeah. Emma, Emma, who, my, my favorite thing is where she's cleaning the toilet and she's like, bloody, buggery, blankery. <laughs> and I'm like, no one has ever said this. Um, <laughs> and, you know, top marks, top marks for, for effort, but what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, she's, she's, it's totally baffling. And, and as it, it just has nothing to do with her character or anything yeah. other than that she has to leave or marry that horrendous guy <laughs> yeah. Tall man. yeah yeah who's who makes me think of um oh i forget one of the hobbits from lord of the rings one like um <laughs> like um the guy who was in lost who is oh, dominic monaghan yeah yeah that's his yeah. real name I, yeah. he, he's got a bit of a vibe of that like a kind yeah of like, yeah <laughs> the poor I can man's see that. dominic monaghan <laughs> i can see that <laughs> I mean that whole thing is just weird because she has a job so I'm like how does she have a work visa if she was just there on a student visa but I, I don't know I guess we're gonna I mean, she's working in a bar. she's working in a bar she was probably just being paid under the table yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean if if they cared they could have explained it very easily but yeah I mean I guess mm-hmm. that bar didn't really make sense because obviously they go there and drink underage so and then potentially they're like paying people under the table but then Eddie punches an asshole and they're like final nope we got to draw the line <laughs> yeah, somewhere you're and you're like you're wait what that doesn't make any sense like <laughs> that just doesn't make sense like what okay um yeah that's why I felt about that bar the whole time like, <laughs> like all right fine <laughs> and I wish we had gotten like the owner of it you know, like a way we have in 90210. I mean, like, just, yeah, like who is running this bar? Like, what, what's going on? Who, who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please explain. I know. It's like, we get so many other characters. Can we get like the mm-hmm. like weirdo owner? Like, you know, what if it was <laughs> like, that could have been our way to get like a female biker, you know, yeah, yeah. woman, you know, like the, those are the characters we love. Like the wild women, like they're so good. Like, 
you know, people will love like Ursula from season one, the scare, like they still remember like (laughs) her just being so wild. And like, you know, Aunt Gwen is in one episode. I mean, admittedly, it's an iconic episode, but she is like so known and well. So they do never mentioned ever again. Exactly. Why? She never goes to Mitch's funeral. She never goes to their, you know, marriage, their wedding to the wedding. Yeah. Um, So. I, I, are we doing spoilers? Because this sure. is a minor spoiler, but the um, the the, the um, the man that Gail marries, who never gets any lines, I just love it. I love I the guy. He has a name. He is just. Um, yeah. I mean, they're I, like, I, we're leaving this open for the spinoff. You know, like. Oh God. They're like men don't uh, matter. It's fine. <laughs> fair. Fair. Um, I, well, I mean, the other thing that I think you mentioned um, about Emma is that. Um, she leaves, but you don't know. You don't realize until about five or six episodes later that she's gone. Yeah, she's like you're like, oh, she's not yeah. going coming back. <laughs> she, she come and go, yeah. and then and, and she's sort of like, oh, maybe I'll go back to England or something. But it's not really resolved there. And yeah. then no. and then just no, no one, yeah, never mentioned ever again. She's dead to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree. I feel like it's the same where you don't you didn't even know she was gone until the show had wrapped up and you're like wait <laughs> what happened with that like yeah, she didn't come back ever <laughs> huh. that's so weird okay <laughs> i mean their, their apartment kind of disappears as well because they're like is pacey and jack still living together like they just i mean they, because none of the cat none of the cars see each other ever it's yeah ever. They you move a- out at the end at the one we just mm-hmm. did the you know the last one we just did um before the finale the series finale um they move out um you see them like with boxes leaving i mean i haven't because i I there's no need to revisit it no 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 i think (laughs) i caught up with you guys in season four because i watched most of it in lockdown yeah and then i think I followed along for a bit and then I got impatient and finished it. So I probably finished it last year sometimes. So it's been a little while now. I, I yeah. did go back and watch all the Emma, all the Emma scenes. <laughs> the Lord's work. You did the Lord's work for uh, us. That's really, <laughs> um, I did love, I, I don't know. I think I've mentioned it, but, but when he was watching it, I would, because he's in England and I'm in Los Angeles. So we're have a significant time difference. I would wake up to like a flurry of text messages about an episode or two. Like I would, just, I would wake up and there would be a narrative in my text thread. And I was like, "This is great! What a great way to wake was, up!" Yeah, I was, I was basically live tweeting, and, and you'd, you'd respond at some absurd hour. I'm like, "Why are you awake at this point?" Because <laughs> I wake up early. Um, <laughs> but I would. It was like the first thing I do. I'd crack my eye open when my alarm goes off at like five thirty, and I would be like oh Hughes watched this episode today mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm sad I finished in a way because again I can't I don't, don't have the opportunity to just message you randomly text about, me <laughs> you know about um just amazing iconic episodes like I Crosstown. know I know Cross, what was it? Cross, Crosstown no what's it called downtown crossing. downtown crossing not cross not cross down downing <laughs> that one uh, was epic you were like i don't understand what's happening <laughs> i don't understand why this is happening to us i was like i mean yeah. i'm so fascinated i'm so fascinated i want to tell all a, a, yeah a tell yes. all oral history because i just want to know why that happened i want to know why 
who hated who and why no one was on screen together for the final season. I just, that is something that really makes it compelling, even when it's a nightmare. Cause it's like, what was going on? Why yeah. is it like this? Right. No, I agree. I don't think we'll ever get that answer publicly, but uh, yeah, you, it feels so obvious that the, a lot of the cast members just like couldn't be in the same room together. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I just know they would never admit that, you know, I think if you bought but, if you bought but, Fizzy for a drink, she might tell you. Yeah, like I think yeah, someone yeah. would tell us. I agree. Someone would tell us in private. I don't know if anyone okay. would be like, yeah, I'll come on your podcast and announce to the world all the dirty secrets of like oh, yeah, these no kids way. that were like, you know, in their mid-20s at the height of their, you know, the st- height of the start of their fame and, mm. you know, how hard it was for them to get along. But I feel like you can see it in like not a hatred, but in James Vanderbeek and Katie Holmes, like when they're on a scene together, they're just like this. I hate this. Like, I don't know if I get the vibe. They hate each other, but they hate what they're doing together. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they, their, their plot, if you tried to write it down for season five and six, you go mad. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Just round and round and round. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, it's one of those things where I've always maintained, like, this is true. This is a real, people do get in these situations where they, like, have this constant back and forth with someone that is so wrong for them. And, like, they're obsessed with them for reasons their friends don't understand. Right. And, like, you know, but they they needed that other part of the friends being like, why are you doing this? Instead mm. of the friends being like, you're soulmates. No, make it work, you know? <laughs> um like, I think if that had happened, if it had been like, oh, you're going to go back to him. Like, why are you doing that? Like, are you sure this time's different? And then like, and then that's why we see them no longer being friends because people are like, I just can't with it. I can't do this, <laughs> yeah. you know, because that is very real. Like yeah. that is true. And like, when you're in a toxic relationship with a back and forth like that, that, you know, that does happen where your friends just start to like bounce and mm. it further isolates you in that relationship. Um, and then you have to like try to, you know, find a way back. Um, but they, they were up, they were like, no, 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 but this, everyone's on board with this. And it's like, why? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> whatever we could go on and on and about it. And we have for three years. So like, you know, um, it's just one of those things where like, I know people, there are few people that still root for Pacey and Joey, but like the, but so I want to acknowledge Dawson them, and Joey, Dawson and Joey. Sorry, Dawson and Joey. Yeah. But there is the general consensus that this is a very bad scene. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is mm. not a good situation. And, um, you know, obviously we fall in that camp. So having to watch it over and over is like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Next time I run into busy, busy Phillips at brunch because she does go to one of the brunch places that I like. Um, I'm fucking sending her drinks and seeing if she'll tell me. <laughs> This person over here what has sent you a drink in this note. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what if you truth. did that? What I if you would, got drunk? I know, you would never do that. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining you sending her over a drink and be like, hey, girl, so did you hate Katie Holmes? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she gets close to it in her memoir. Like, it, it yeah. sounds pretty candid. Yeah, I She's- mean, like, I don't want to like gossip but we're doing it right like there there's all those photos of them in that um recently within the past year they went to a fashion show together like you know and they're they're not even seated next to each other and they didn't pose for one photo together and like yeah. I don't know like if you ran into your coworker 
and you at an event, you would get a photo with them. Like, you know, I, you're a celebrity. I literally ran into someone that I worked with like almost 10 years ago. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Almost. Well, over 10 years ago, I ran into her last night. I was at the Hollywood Bowl yeah. and she was she and she was working. And like I, I ran into this woman and I was like, oh, we used to work together. Da, 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 da. And like she gave me her number. I was like, even still like that yeah. far along, like big. Like, oh, yeah. cool. How nice to see you. Like, exactly. you know, and we were friendly, like, you know, not the best of friends, but friendly. And I was just like, yeah, totally. I think you're totally right. Yeah, like to me, the fact that they didn't get a photo together for the press because that yeah. would have been like a, a big, big thing. deal because just them being like two people apart was a big deal. Like mm. so many people sent us this these photos or whatever. It, it to me felt so telling, but but that's because of who I am as a person. I would just say hi and do it to yeah. do it, you know. Mm. Um, so it it for me felt like there was like some real bad blood between them. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something very gay. It's like um burlesque where Christina and Cher don't have a duet. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Hugh <laughs> do you Aaron and I saw that together because we the of course yeah. of course because mm-hmm. we're you know um because we love Christina Aguilera first and foremost but also everyone else that's in that movie um no the cast is so good I mean not just Cher but Kristen like Bell Kristen Bell the two Julian Stanley Ho Tucci yeah, yeah 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 exactly that guy from Twilight isn't he in, isn't he in um oc too yes he is in the oc yeah. he plays um does he play ryan's brother or no he plays some other like i mean everyone plays ryan's brother just the one brother <laughs> i like, know yeah. i know it's so true <laughs> very true uh-huh. um anyway but so um but that's totally true. And I remember us leaving that movie, Aaron and I leaving that movie and being like, Sharon, Christina Aguilar did not sing together. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, what a missed opportunity. Amazing. But yeah. an amazing <laughs> film. An amazing film. Everyone go watch it. Um, okay. Hugh, this is mm-hmm. my hard hitting question. <gasps> Do you have a favorite episode? And if so, what is it? Uh, I'm, uh, I mean, probably... It's a week in the country is the um oh, the B and B one. I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, there there are like I wouldn't want to choose, but that one I rewatched a few episodes before it went off Netflix. Yeah, and that was one I watched. I also watched the Return to Witch Island or whatever it's called. I mean, yeah, I love I love the supernatural episodes. Like the yeah. idea that like magic is canonically and ghosts are canonically real in Dawson's Creek. <laughs> so happy, like the. The um, I mean, it's a stupid episode, but the um, the fun fair, you know, like the Renaissance fair thing with the two. fortune teller who disappeared. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. And, yes. And the um, and the thing in the thing in um, Witch Island with the fire and like, the, yeah. yeah, and like, and not they don't they don't mention it ever again. Um, oh, wild. But yeah, I probably probably <laughs> beyond those stupid episodes, I think it's a week in the country. It's just per. I mean, it, it gave us love as the hardest of woods. Yeah, I mean, the best yeah. line in the show, I would argue. <laughs> um, yeah, um, the, I mean, the, the one with um, Aunt, I'm sorry, I'm bad with the names. The one with Aunt Gwen is it's okay. Stolen kisses. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Though I find Aunt Gwen really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not. And alone. that I mean, episode has like when Jen is like. Um, 
totally wild of henry and the other server like i don't know the other storyline is like so weird i don't know she's a bit of a that girl isn't she the other server yeah shelly yeah 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 Yeah. well i was you remind me i remind myself mentioning aunt gwen but one thing that is wild is that emma isn't a wild woman of dawson's creek yeah yeah it's like she's almost a wild woman i know not quite she's not wild enough I agree. Yeah, she's just like she's just this classic season kick six character where you're like, I don't know, you're kind of weird and an asshole for no reason. And I don't know why you're here. <laughs> is, is that the secret problem of season six that there are no wild women? Well, Natasha. Natasha's oh, yeah, a wild yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, of course she yeah. is. Of course she is. And possibly the best wild woman no, of all. I series. just like I don't know. I just love <laughs> Natasha so much. I just like I know it's like not an entirely popular opinion but i just love her i don't know i'm like is she like i like dawson and jen obviously but i'm like is natasha the best for dawson <laughs> like because dawson loves crazy and i i respect that about him but you know like she she just calls it like it is over and over and like calls him on his bullshit in a way in which we never see from any of the other not well, even no, from gretchen uh, i don't think no gretchen's too nice to him yeah truly yeah yeah another person who's never mentioned ever again never never mentioned where was she when um you know mr witter was in the hospital she ran away with aunt gwen and they're like we can't talk about this anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh god i wish that would have been great oh oh, we know why aunt gwen wasn't at mitch's wedding uh, mitch's wedding funeral it's because she hated him because yeah exactly the the secret history that's the way i feel (laughs) um yeah yeah, yeah. Other amazing episodes. I mean, the, the, the Jack coming out ones are, oh, I mean, they make me really angry because the teacher is so, so mm-hmm. loathsome. Yeah. Yeah. But those episodes are really good. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, it's, it's painful to watch, but I mean, it is like the, the finale of season three with like where Dawson has like trapped, yeah. he's an ogre who's trapped Joey in a tower. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's chained up. He's, she's his prisoner for most yeah. of the episode. But um, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, I mean, that you're always, you're right. That, that run in season three is, is phenomenal. But yeah, yeah um, unmatched, unmatched. Yeah. yeah. And do you have, a, do you have a favorite character on the show? I mean, I mean, not really. Like, I love what I love about it is like when it's really good. It is that ensemble, isn't it? So you know, yeah. Jack and Jen, Jack and Jen, just I just love that. Love their love their relationship. Well, I mean, probably Jen, really, because mm-hmm. she's just so good, and you just feel for her, even though the show hates thinks, her. You know, she, they they <laughs> yeah they 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 pacey her. They just don't get it. They think that she is. It's so devastating, but she's so good. I love Grams as well. Like not, yeah. I mean, watching it back, it is wild how horrible Grams is at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know, like latter latter day kind of season. I mean, uh, uh, when she starts mailing, when she when she takes Jack in and all that stuff. Yeah, as, yeah. Soon, as soon as she tells, oh, what's the terrible boyfriend's name? Ty. 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 Yeah. yeah. As soon as as soon as she tells him to um. Not to, be to a bug- homophobic asshole. Yeah. 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 To, to to bugger off to um to quote Emma. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. But no, I I I don't don't know if I could choose, but I'd choose Jen if I if I had to. Yeah. Okay. 
No, yeah. I agree. Graham's like, on the one hand, her journey is so quick, like all of a sudden she's good. Um, but on the other hand, like you do see a, a trajectory for her and a growth from her from mm-hmm. her throughout the whole show. And um, I mean, obviously she's a phenomenal actress as well. So mm. that helps, but she is one of the, yeah, she's a really good character. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. She's one it's of like my favorites. T- so like, Ty, hold up. I might be a racist, but I'm not yeah. a homophobe. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. I know. And, and then in the end, like her only like w- the way in which the show is like, she's not a racist anymore. She's dating an African-American. You know? yeah. <laughs> who who may be Jewish, may have converted to Judaism like yeah, after season totally. five. We don't know what happened we don't because know we don't really care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, and we, we as the creators of the show don't care about any of the details, but um, yeah. But here we have it. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. a I mean, what a ride. I, I said to Julia recently that I think what is really interesting about the show, and I think what has made your podcast so interesting, mm-hmm. is it, it is so flawed, and the highs are really high, and the lows are really low, mm-hmm. and it's just if it was really good, it would be harder to talk about in some way. Like you wouldn't have so, you wouldn't have so much to talk about if it was consistently brilliant mm-hmm. right but you have that you have that you you know that it can be brilliant yeah which makes it even uh, even more frustrating but it's it is fascinating and i've really enjoyed i really enjoyed rewatching it and i've really enjoyed your podcast because it, it there's so much to talk about and you've really teased out such fascinating things about these these mad these mad <laughs> people in um in new england or is it carolina you know yeah. <laughs> Depending Thank on you. how good they Thank are you. at hiding it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because, like, we always talk on the podcast that, like, My So Called Life is probably like our favorite show, you know, more so than Dawson's Creek. Um, although, like, it's hard to say. Um, it's more of a tear, I guess. Um, and I still feel, even though all those episodes are so good and there's not really much that goes wrong, the thing that about that is very similar because it's the same with Dawson's Creek because it's like, what could have been? Because there's only mm. one season. So you're there always being like, what what could have, wanting for more in the same way that I feel about Dawson's Creek um, or in a similar way, I guess not the same because, you know, you, you know how good it can be in Dawson's Creek and how like just phenomenal they can Mm. make these storytelling. And then to have it just take a shift where you're like, what, where are we, what's (laughs) going on? Like, okay. Like, and you know, and it's hard, like, like we maybe have touched down on the fact that the actors just couldn't get along with each other. And like, what do you do if you're working on a project like that? How do you address that? And how do you not let the audience see that? Um, And, you know, it's hard. I mean, it's unusual to for it to be so blatant that the cast had some kind of interpersonal issues. Mm -hmm. It's really there on the screen in a way that I can't think of another show being like that. But yeah, I kind of like... um, I love Daria, as I said, and I'm a recent Veronica Mars convert, but I mm-hmm. think those would be harder to talk about because Daria would just be like, it's really good. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good. Not sure about that bit. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, and, and you know, and the, the, and the, 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 the arc for the characters is really well plotted mm-hmm. out. And, you, I, yeah, I, I don't know what I'd say about it. You'd have to get some kind of other hook on, on things yeah. like that to... Um, yeah, and Daria even has like main characters that are black, you know, and so like mm, kind of ahead yeah. of its time. It's like multicultural in this way that and it wasn't comments really seen. on that. 
Yeah, yeah it has, and it, it dresses it too yeah. in a way in which like I don't wasn't seen on TV at that time. And I, I mean, I think it's still quite unusual. They're the the um Jody talking about kind of the pressures on her mm-hmm. to be perfect and yeah, all yeah. that stuff and and the pushy parents and it's really, it, yeah, it still feels like I can't. I mean, there's so much TV now. I'm there, there's there's obviously places where they're doing it well, but in a kind of mainstream thing that mm-hmm. wasn't created by I mean it, it wasn't created by a guy, as, as far as I know a, a, a black creative team it's really mm-hmm. surprisingly yeah nuanced um, yeah nuanced yeah, yeah. I agree mm-hmm. that's yeah. why that show is so good <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder if there, there, there has to be a podcast there's a podcast about everything but I there is yeah, it's called it be, sicker yeah. sicker sadder world oh okay okay <laughs> yeah uh, uh Brittany Ashley and Laura Zach um who are two lesbians who do did a whole podcast on it it's very good i i do recommend it i liked it a lot um so my i think this is my last question but what do you think keeps us coming back to dawson's creek all these years later like what is it that draws people into the show and like not just people like us who remember it nostalgically but also teenagers um Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) <laughs> I mean I, I, it's when it's good it's so good it's yeah, uh, yeah well, it, it's it can be phenomenal and and I just and I think it has kind of some it is cemented in popular culture and and I don't know I, I, it's I mean I can't really speak for young people because I'm not a young person anymore <laughs> so <laughs> but I kind of I, I wonder how I mean I wonder how things because you hear about things being sort of like um young people discovering things on TikTok and you know you've got the whole Kate Bush mm-hmm. renaissance right right <laughs> living for it but yeah. um I, I I'd, I'd be really interested to to know what younger people what younger people find in it but it is it's I mean Michelle Williams is phenomenal there's something especially the early seasons there's something really cozy about it mm-hmm. and you just feel I think it does lose some of that 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 feeling when they go to Boston of just like Cape Side is a little world and it's pretty and you know you can imagine walking I know you guys have been and um, mm-hmm. to um Wil- Wilmington and just like the idea of like just like walking along down the on the waterfront and there's something and and having these nice houses and they're so close and it just it feels like a little world and I think that is part of it it really it it, it is it's a nice place to be in. Um, and then you do have the phenomenal performances and and pop culture wise, yeah, like a lot of the jack coming out and there are things and people do talk about the finale and it just but yeah, I don't I don't know if I have one answer, but it it it's just there in, in all sorts of ways and and I don't think even though I think it's interesting to talk about the bad stuff, people will remember the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah, I agree. definitely. I mean, I think even for us coming into the podcast, we're like, oh, you know, season six is definitely the better of of the college years <laughs> because we only remember Castaways, which is so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's good. so good. Um, and so, and I, I still feel like that's a general consensus. So like, I sometimes will go on Reddit, which is not like it's, it's you can tell there's a lot of dudes on there because there's a lot of Dawson fans on there. 
but they're like always saying like, <laughs> yeah, it's Reddit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you, they're always talking about um, season six being way better than season five. And I'm like, have you seen it recently? Like, yeah, like, have you done a full rewatch of five and six? You know, I, yeah. I definitely agree. And I always felt like season four was like a really like probably the second best season. But um, because the there are so many good episodes in it mm. and Andy being there is such a good energy and like the rave is so funny. <laughs> like, I don't know, but there are some there's some duds in there, too. Um, yeah. So the rave's not funny. The rave's serious. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <You know nothing. laughs> if you do drugs, you'll get kicked off a popular show. <laughs> yeah, you may die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, will, you will end up in hospital. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like <clears throat> season five is. I, I enjoyed season five. It's not quite yeah. the same, and it just kind of it doesn't know what it's doing towards the end. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a clear answer for you, Julia. But I just, it's just when it's good, it's really good. I mean, that's what is so painful about Castaways is it's phenomenal, and like, yeah. how could you do this in one episode and then just not not for the rest of it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah I know I I agree with you yeah and it's hard it was I it was hard for me to get over it maybe we should have done a break after castaways like, <laughs> come into it you know I, I felt like it was hard for me to get over um the break this that second breakup was harder than the first breakup of Casey and Joey I yeah think. you know yeah, it's rough it, it just, yeah it doesn't well, make yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense at you know? all. Yeah. I mean, like we tried to make sense where of it in the sense of mm, like, mm. oh, well, she didn't want to enter in a serious relationship. But even that, you're like, I don't know. I I I know I'm That's, lying to myself. I'm retconning I'm the situation to <laughs> yeah. make it make an ounce of sense. Yeah. No, yeah, just, exactly. <clears throat> you just you just wouldn't like, yeah. It was like her, it's time for my fifth breakup with um Eddie. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's back and, and you're like, okay. I don't know. Isn't the, the episode after they're together is the is love lines. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. And they're like, and they're back together and, and they're at, he's angry because they're not having sex. And they're like, yeah. yeah, they're Why are fighting you already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. It's super interesting. And again, I don't know. It's like, God, how much shit do we want to talk on this show? But oh, here we are three years later. <laughs> you know, it's just so interesting that like that it's like those the thing is like that's fine that she's like i'm gonna choose this guy that is over here and we're gonna fight and we have a really toxic relationship because i love toxic relationships like see the past years of me and dawson but uh to have it then be like but joey's perfect you know like that's where it's like incongruent um and where the storytelling really suffers in my opinion mm. um because you're like this is fine but why are we supposed to think she's making she makes all the right choices she can sing and dance and draw and she's a phenomenal know, singer you know like people <laughs> just fall madly in love with her you know it, it it's like i don't know like why like why does she have to be perfect um is you know it's a it's a weird thing to have to navigate mm. you're like God, who's perfect when they're 18 and 19? That's like such a messy time in your life. So like you, you're like, you make all these fucked up mistakes like that, but you know, no one's being like, oh, but they, they, they've got a good head on their shoulders. Cause who does then? Like what? <laughs> but yeah, 
but I want to thank you. I, I mean, yeah. it's been, I, we couldn't have done this without you, you know, this season six, you really helped us out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's been a real joy to kind of peripherally, peripherally be part of the show. Cause yeah, I think, I think what you guys have done is really great. And yeah, it was, every time I got a mention on the podcast, I was like, yeah, I just, yeah, it's, it's, especially over the last kind of these last years in um I started listening because I hadn't started listening I saw that Dawson's Creek was on Netflix and I just thought you know like I just I just want these people in my headphones for yeah. this time so it was it was while the only thing to do was to go out and walk around the neighborhood and I listened to a lot of the yeah. podcasts and I just yeah <laughs> it's been a real joy and I was really able Julian messaged me and asked me if I wanted to do this and I said yes straight away because um yeah it's yeah Very yeah happy. no that's so cool I, I know a lot of people will message us like I can't believe I was the listener corner and I'm like <laughs> oh that's so cool like that's so sweet I'm glad that that is special to you you know that's mm-hmm. so cool yeah. and like I you know I we had to try to make season six at least fun you know <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get into it a little bit it was, you know? a rough, so, it was a tough job yeah yeah <laughs> so we were grateful to add another correspondent to the team well, yeah very happy. as I said like sorry sorry there was not there wasn't more to talk about but <laughs> <laughs> now you're fine well, that's yeah. a if that's a note of season six mm-hmm. if i've ever heard one <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and i think for me you know it's been such a joy to to be able to sort of like have this to chat with you about and to like mm-hmm. you know be able to kind of like have you in my text messages sometimes in the morning and um that's been such a joy of these last two and a half years particularly because you know I can't I can't come see you and you can't come see me right now um yeah so mm-hmm. no it's it's yeah it's it's really nice because you don't just message people every day sometimes but it was really nice to just have an excuse so we're gonna have to find another one we can't find something else because yeah it's um yeah you don't just go like oh hi how are you today but, yeah. but to, to be able to send 20 messages about downtown crossing <laughs> is just the best thing yeah truly truly it I agree. really is yeah, yeah. even yeah. we do that before i'm like what did i just watch like what happened <laughs> like oh god you know just yeah. like <laughs> Or yeah. like, oh, this episode's so good. Like, oh, I'm so excited. I don't know. And I, I agree with you. I, I feel like, I don't know, it was just like serendipitous that the dark days of the lockdown was when we were in like the brightest days of the show. Mm-hmm. And I know that like, for me, that was so cool and exciting that it was like, you know, we knew the vaccine was coming and that mm. this was going to quote unquote be over right when like, you know, season three was happening. And that was like, I don't know, it really like helped me get through some really dark times. Mm-hmm. And even though like this part has been so bad, I don't know, I've been telling my friends that, you know, season five was when 9-11 happened, which was the other time in my life that was so unknown. Things were changing so fast, so scary, like a real chapter had changed and we were as a society so different and being able to have that touchstone to remember like, and we survived, like, are we happy where we are? Like, who's to say, (laughs) but like, you know, we, we did survive and we didn't Mm -hmm. totally crumble and I don't know, kind of checking in with those moments in, in, Mm. in my life have been, 
been um, a real delight through this. And now you survived. You survived season six as well. So. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, <laughs> real, the, the real, the yeah. real testament. <laughs> exactly. We survived like the real dark times through like another period that's been really dark in America mm -hmm. too. You know. So, yeah. But it's you know. been yeah. I think. I, I'm sure I don't just speak for myself, but it's been lovely to have this quasi parasocial mm -hmm. community going on. And the fact that you kind of get all these, there also be so many people messaging in and, and recognizing names as well of people who, it's, I think it's it's been a real boon for for a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. like a, a community that has actually yeah. been built. Yeah. yeah, definitely, I agree, which has been really yeah. cool. Something yeah. I didn't know would happen. I didn't know I'd be here talking to our British correspondent across the pond, you know, <laughs> all these years later. So yeah. that's been a really fun thing. And, you know, a connection that we'll always have over like a show that we all agree is when it's good, it is so good. It is and so I good. Think that like you know we didn't know what we were really doing when we started the podcast but that's what we ended up doing is like framing this conversation framing a narrative about like this piece of media being actually good and worthy of all of mm. our time and commitment to it um yeah. mm -hmm. so that's been a delight for me <laughs> do you have any final thoughts I don't think so. I think I've rambled out most of them. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, the non-wild woman of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. And Todd, the actual British person. <laughs> Todd, the actual British person, and you can tell. And yeah. there's no reason for him to be British either, but he is actually British. But they, they, yeah. they never make a deal out of it at all. He never says, um, call blimey, Gavner. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. He does not do that. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes him, you know, he's real. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny and interesting. Like, I don't know. Why did they do yeah. that? I love it. It's like so bananas to me. <laughs> totally. Well, but, yeah. um, I want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sending us all those thoughts and, you know, being a part of this, Hugh. And just on a personal note, um, the fact that a dear, dear friend of mine cared enough to listen and, and comment, um, I can't tell you, it means the world. Um, so it's been I, an absolute pleasure and a real joy. Thank you. And for me too. And I'm so glad after all these years, we're still dear friends. It uh, makes me endlessly happy. So thanks again yeah, for being too. here with us. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Cool. That was so fun. It was oh, cool. And thank you so much, it. Hugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> we had to, you know, we, England's hard. It's like eight hours different than yeah. LA, so it, it it does prove to be a challenge. Um, we were but, in pajamas. We're we can say it. We were in pajamas yeah. during that interview. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I, I yes, yeah. I can say mm -hmm. that. I can admit mm -hmm. that. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was um, like, okay, can I do this on a Sunday morning? Get up early. You got it. You, I, you did know it. what? You could you can do it. You got you this. It. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's not about the getting up. It's about like the talking. The you being, know, the like, being, being present. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah, agree. But, you know, so, so fun. And yeah, we're, yeah. we're hoping to get um, Dawson's Weekly, we, um, who's also yeah. in England. So we're also figuring out time zones for that. But, you know, it, it's cool to hear a British experience on it, mm -hmm. on Dawson's Creek. And then totally. just a, a reminder of like how worldwide, like what, 
the what this show was the you reach know, yeah world, the, exactly and mm-hmm. the, the way people can connect with it you know in so many different places where like things are just you know obviously they speak English and it's there's a similarity between England and and the U.S. without a doubt but in a lot of ways it is just so different yeah yeah totally <laughs> they're completely different places in a lot of ways even in the way in which our schooling happens so definitely um, yeah, but to see like the importance of these relationships and these feelings and the way in which people just take everything so seriously on the show and it allows you to really feel seen no matter where you are and what yeah. your experience is, which is so cool. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, thanks again, Hugh. Um, it was lovely and uh, we was. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And thank you everyone for being here, making space with us. Um you know, we really hope you're enjoying this summer series. Um, <laughs> it's been fun for us. And mm-hmm. it, it's, I just know season six was really hard and we keep saying it, but it, it was really hard in a lot of ways, not just because the show wasn't really at its best, but like, I, I think I kind of felt a little bit done with the podcast too. Like it, <laughs> it kind of, they kind of fed into each other. Of like, mm-hmm. oh God, this has been dragging on this podcast experience and then also the the show which is funny that we're then dragging on this podcast yeah we're like let's drag it on for longer (laughs) but I think I just think that the finale is so good that I do think that I we need it we I mean we had agreed obviously but we needed this space and this break to just I don't know. Like I kind of fall in love with the show again. And the, and these mm-hmm. interviews have really helped that, like just mm-hmm. being in conversation with people about like how special it is and how much it means to them. And, you know, talking about the negativity, but also the fun and the joy and the, the, just the, the bright spots of the show has been a really fun um, for me to just connect with the show in this other way. And to, yeah. like, you know, just fall back in love with it. I don't, I don't know if I lost my love for it, but it was a little bit of a like, oh, when gosh, you're in the doldrums you know? of season six, it can feel, it can feel um, like an uphill climb to, yeah, to, to find the love. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. Like you, you can feel it on all fronts. You get the show is exhausted with its run. We're exhausted with, you know, our podcast mm-hmm. and it, it just shows all around. And I, 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 I bet you everyone who does a podcast will get that way in season six. Um, you know, yeah. TBD obviously, uh, but uh, it, it's not because we don't love the show. It's actually because we love the show that we right. feel that way, right. um, which is a, good it's good to admit that out loud you know it's like this is this show is so special to so many people and was such like this labor of love and this collaborative effort and everyone still showed up in season six even if and tried the best of their ability to make it good but you can see how everyone was just exhausted Mm -hmm. ourselves included I can just speak from my own experience where I'm like god couldn't we have just done five seasons (laughs) (laughs) no totally and I think you know I I mean I've said it before and I'll say it again but this you know our podcast is our love letter to this show Mm -hmm. um and you know uh sometimes I mean every time you love someone you love them you know with all their flaws included and so you know I think that that's what we're really trying to do and I hope that comes across um because we do love this show I agree yeah Yeah. 
Cool. So thank you everyone for being here. We, you know, we just love you so much and we appreciate your time that you give us. Mm -hmm. Um, We hope y'all are staying safe. You know, what a wild time to be alive. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. Um, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, stop Asian hate, honor our treaties, water is life. We stand with all movements to protect the rights of working class. Police unions are not true unions. They work against the working class. Um, Medicare for all. Abortion is health care. Abortion is pro-life. Trans rights are human rights. Uh, Ban assault rifles. Universal background checks. Cancel student debt. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we're there. We know what we need to do. Um, We've got problems but there are solutions yep yeah yeah uh you can find us on instagram and twitter at dawson's critique you can email us dawson's critique at gmail.com we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley for capitalism corner we have merch bit.ly slash dawson's critique um we have a patreon patreon.com slash dawson's critique and as always you can order a book i remember everything life lessons from dawson's creek available wherever we get wherever you get your books and this week we'll shout out foils uh which is a british independent bookstore um foils uh has quite a few different um outlets all over england the biggest one being that one on charing cross road in london um if you haven't been there i highly recommend it it is a great bookstore um and uh if you haven't been there or don't live in London, you can always check them out um, on their website. You can order our book from them. Um, if you're in England, I wouldn't suggest you order it from them if you're in the US uh, because <laughs> you'll have to pay shipping. But yeah. um, <laughs> but in any case, Foils in London, a great independent bookstore. So check them out. Um, we'd like to thank uh, anyone who has liked us, subscribe, written reviews of this podcast. It has helped us so immensely that you guys have done that and promoted it and been excited about it. Um, so thank you so much for for taking the time to do stuff like that. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pesty1079. We'd like to thank you as always for being here with us. Um, we will see you next week. Please take care of yourselves and uh, have a good one. I don't want to wait.